0: Hello, everybody, welcome to RPG Cast episode 442, the week of October 7th, 2017. I'm Chris Privateer. We're here to bring you all the RPG news of the week. Joining me today, Kelly Ryan. Hello. And Anna Marie Privateer. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into it. This week, Anna Marie and Christopher were on site for the Las Vegas tragedy
1: yeah that was weird Ugh. yeah
0: we actually were staying in the in the Mandalay Bay, so Sunday night we checked in, and the shooting started at ten o'clock, and was, was already asleep. asleep, and I thought it was a very loud close by helicopter, and I had no idea what was going on so I, about
1: three thirty in the morning, yep. cops in like very heavy yeah cops gear in assault
0: gear showed out Vest with an assault rifle, they're knocking on our door. I woke up to this loud knocking thinking, oh, why are the maids so mean in this hotel? Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, how late did I sleep? And they want to get in the room already? And then they're like, police, open up. I'm like, oh, that's not maids. And I go, open up and like, sir, we need to search your room. There's been an incident across the street. And um, so they came so I in and got Anna room, out of the room. And, and yeah.
1: they cleared it. And I was like, two, two seconds. Oh, that was clear. really weird. Vegas being Vegas, I guess. Yep and Mm -hmm. i happened to notice that my phone had lit up while we were gone and so i looked at my phone and my met and like my messages had completely blown up of people asking if we were okay Mm -hmm. and i looked at chris and i'm like i think something happened chris
0: yeah and i opened my phone and saw a little alert from apple news and i'm like oh oh and told her about the shooting and yeah.
2: Yeah. Then I got a call gl- from my
0: work two hours later asking if I was alive. <laughs> and then I had to send a bunch of messages to people at work after that. And yeah, it was Yeah.
2: I'm uh I'm glad that you two aren't country music fans that I know of, because...
0: Uh, me too. Uh but we are too. Um we wouldn't have stayed out that late anyway, but um yeah. Ooh, yay, yay, yay. I am close. just
2: I'm just scared to like go to music festivals now because of that. I mean,
0: yep,
1: that's
2: scary stuff. And when I told my husband about it, he's like, "Oh my God, are those two okay? That would that would suck so bad if." so anything happened to them, because I know you guys are such good friends. I'm like, yeah, no, they're fine. They were just staying at the hotel. They didn't actually go to the festival or anything. But- and
1: I mean, we were literally as far away as we could be and still be in the same hotel.
0: Well, no, we could have been like on the lowest floor or something. Yeah. Still, practically. Yeah, we were on the... the com- the hotel shaped like a fidget better, spinner. It's like a fidget spinner, and we okay. were on the we were on one of the tines that was further away. So whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah, but they still checked all the rooms. Yeah, they yeah. checked every
0: room in the hotel to make sure the whole place was secure and there were no other people with guns or anything. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Man. It took them hours and hours to do that too. Yeah, because we got the hotel back up. Yeah, for we got entry woken up at like three thirty in the morning. Yep, and I know somebody who was woken up at like two in the morning and he was on the 14th floor so yeah it took him a while
1: which was funny because the the, they were knocking on the door next to ours while we were outside of the room and the police officer was like sir we need to come into your room no sir we cannot come back later you have to come (laughs) out now if you need time to put on clothes we will wait but you have to come out of your room now (laughs)
0: No, we can't. Can you come back later?
1: <laughs> no, we can't come back later.
0: Oh, yeah. So that I hope was you interesting. The just... so, yeah, you... I hope you two sleep in PJs? <laughs> uh
1: yeah, Well,
0: Anna had to put some <laughs> pants on, but uh, yeah,
1: they have to wait for me to put some clothes on.
0: The um, yeah, it was uh, it was a crazy day on Monday, and it was it was really weird. Is Anna because she's Canadian, she's already com- compartmentalized all this North American or all this uh. U.S. violence into a box so she can just deal with it and not think about it. So she's just like, yep, yet another mass shooting by you weirdos down here. So I'm I'm just going to wait for you guys to catch up and civilize your country. And Whereas I'm more, much more stressed out than she is. <laughs> so yeah,
2: really it, it sucks being the only American in your group of foreigners, if, particularly pertaining to your internet friends, because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm sorry my country is a bunch of backwards hillbillies that let laws 200 years ago dictate how we regulate stuff now
0: yeah hey it's okay the nra is now um, making concessions on things that don't matter much in order to keep pressure off the things that do matter hey we'll see how that goes (sighs) all righty well let's not get too political i guess sorry about that yeah um we are okay that was our story and um gosh
1: Thank you to everybody who reached out to us. Yeah, thank you for everyone. There were who reached actually out to listeners us. who tweeted to us and like sent messages and stuff. Yeah, and, and that I... was kind of awesome. Thank you, guys. And and like...
0: legitimate thoughts and prayers for the people who are who actually lost life or were injured in this attack. And I am I am ready to vote on something that would actually make a darn difference and stop this stuff from happening in the future. So, um, if people have ideas on what we can do to organize and make something happen. Um, We'll take that offline and leave it out of the show. But uh, yeah, that's where I sit on that. Uh, So um, with that said. You played a lot of golf this week. I did. I played so much golf. I played Golf Story on my Switch, guys.
1: So we had sort of this interesting conversation because we were going away this week. We were like, all right, what game systems do we bring? This is like the the hard part of being a gamer, is when you go away, what game systems do you bring? Hey, I do the same thing all the time. <laughs> Existential I, I plan- crisis of a gamer. What game systems I, do you bring on vacation?
2: I mean, I actually plan my gaming stuff around uh, when I'm going on vacation or not. You guys have seen me do that. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, for me, it was really easy because I was going to bring the Vita. But for Chris, it was like, their Vita games or are 3DS games because he was playing Monster Story and there's Switch games. Did we bring, like, the PlayStation 4 and see if we can hook it up and that way he could play Yakuza? And so it was, like, I think he... And there was, like, 18 games that came out on the Switch last week. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. This
0: week isn't much different, Anna.
1: Yeah, and there's, like, another dozen more games coming out on the Switch this week. Or came out.
0: Or yeah. will be coming out. Oh Probably so both. Games.
1: <laughs> and so Chris... Chris... I think you eventually decided on the Switch, and then it was a right. Which Switch games do we want?
0: And yeah, because so... there were new because there were new games and Sea World Dig Two, yep. And you had your new Pecross, which yep. I wasn't interested in, but you were, yep. And then Golf Story, which is like golf RPG. How yes. can I not try that out? And so that's what I settled on was Golf RPG. Um,
1: Watching th- this game is amazing because i have no context as to what's going on but every once in a while i look over and an alligator has eaten his golf ball it's great yeah
2: so, so sell me on this game because people have been raving about it and on paper it sounds stupid as hell it's <laughs> a, a golf rpg
0: so what it is is charming as hell so it is um it's a well-written little golf rpg um it, you the main thing that you'll be doing is hitting golf balls in a pretty standard golf system um, and that is how you progress through the thing and do challenges and stuff but they will have you do things like um, <clears throat> can you bounce this golf ball off the backs of turtles and then get it out of the green can you um, hit all these barrels around the beach because some of them need have crab meat in them and i need the crab meat and hey here's a here's um, um a disc golf disc don't call it a frisbee and i need you to learn how to to throw this thing around and, and finish this challenge and get these stupid disc golf junkies off the golf course so we can have our golf course back and <laughs> yeah and and then there's like a little sweet romance between your coach and another coach and it it's just it's quirky and and good and They've got rivalries between you and some of the other golfers on associated with your golf course. And, you know, you just, nobody respects you. You are just, you could do everything right, and nobody gives you any freaking respect. And it's just hilarious how people find an excuse to write you off as not mattering. And, yeah, it's just, it's real fun because you get to keep proving them wrong and keep accelerating or keep ascending the ranks. And, um, yeah, I don't know. So um, in Golf Story, you are trying to become a pro golfer. And so your first task is to get a coach and you have to impress the coach and you have to do all these other things. And then... um as you progress through things and, and now you, you, once you get a coach now you have to figure out how to get into this competition and get ready for this competition well this competition you need a very specific set of clubs so you actually have to go do fetch quests and RPG quests to to find these the set of clubs in order to get yourself into the into the game, and as you're doing every little thing, every task that you do gives you experience. And when you get that experience, you can level up your character. You can affect your shot's power, its accuracy, um, your hook versus your slice, um, and how fast you can spin the ball for doing backspin or forespin. So all of these things are are customizable, and you grow stronger and better as a golfer as you level up. And so you get to you. You've got that character building aspect. You've got quests. Um, the writing is funny and it, it's just really well handled, so um, it's very charming. Uh, if if you get tired of just playing golf, um, then you, you know some sections of the game might wear on you, where you're like, "Well, now I need to play a nine hole thing, and I don't want to play a nine hole thing right now. I want to run around and chase crabs on the beach again." Well, tough, you're gonna have to play some golf now and stop doing the RPG stuff so much. But um, that would that would be the only downside for me is like sometimes I just want to do the quests and stuff more than the actual golfing. <laughs> Which is weird and wrong, I guess, but uh, yeah. So I I've, I really think they've nailed the story part of Golf Story. That said, this game is constantly locking up on me. I've had it lock up four or five times throughout my play and where you have to just hard-boot the game in order to get to go again. There are just errors in the scripting and stuff where things will just hang and you're essentially soft-locked and you can't do anything to get out of it. Um, there's an issue where you can't use the Pro Controller unless it's plugged into the dock right now. There's weird things. Um, well, no, I, w- I won't say that. The uh, What's interesting is how much they've leveraged the vibration features of the Switch. It's just heavily vibration um, in- integrated to the point where I swear they have some of the sound effects of the game are actually being contr- created with the vibration of the controller. Like when you knock a ball off a cliff, like the sound it comes out it's from the controller vibration and i only learned that because i turned the volume off on the switch and i was still hearing that damn sound and like where's this volume coming from and then i realized oh they're using the vibration like a speaker and it's really cool that they did that but also it's very different i didn't expect that so yeah that's uh and because it's different and it's cheap and it's it it's actually pretty well done. Um, I'm recommending it. So yeah, that's Golf Story for you. And I had a lot more fun with it so far than I had with like that last Mario Golf game on the 3DS. But uh, there you go.
2: <laughs> is this one by Camelot or is it by no, a different company? It's, it's an indie okay.
0: company, isn't it? So let's see, Golf Story. Let's see who made this. It's fifteen dollars um sidebar games developed and published and Jason Ariel is in the chat thinking there's too much vibration in this game which i I definitely don't disagree with <laughs> there probably is too much so this game needs some patches uh, definitely can, but can uh, you turn
2: off the vibration
0: yes yes you can okay But you can only do it from the main menu so you have to quit out of the game to do it again some weird stuff in this game as far as how it's programmed but uh, yeah hopefully they have a patch coming because they could certainly refine this a bit Um, and since everyone's liking it so that's and also you can throw balls at people (laughs) so you can throw and disc golf frisbees at people it's great just if you I don't know what frustrates you just keep throwing golf balls at them
2: do you play disc golf too or just regular oh you play golf? disc
0: golf too yes okay and uh yeah the controls for that are a little weird but um you can do like that madden mode where you control the football in flight you control your disc in flight with this golf <laughs> it's great so
2: now are all the disc golf characters in it hippies
0: yeah uh no they're punks they're like um oh. they're like young kids who just like this is our course man you know and they all got big hair and stuff so that's an interesting
2: little sidestep of the
0: stereotype and they and they're very upset with you if you um if you if you say that they are um if you're using a frisbee they don't like that don't call it a frisbee
2: flying saucer
0: have to call it a disc
2: Oh, it's it sounds good. You've sold me on it, but there's so much other stuff to play. I
0: know, I know, and I, this is a long one. It's not a short game, so
2: maybe when it goes on sale during a drought next year or something. Oh,
0: well, even if it doesn't go on sale, you just need some time for it. Is the big thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what I've got. That's all I've played this week because I was busy with a work conference and in Vegas and stuff. So I pr- tried to play some Divinity, but instead Anna and I usually spent the evenings listening to an audiobook. So
1: Yeah, sorry. What audio book? What, audiobook? Um, what it's the is Foreigner the Foreigner series, series yeah. from
0: C.J. Sherry? It's a sci-fi thing. Very uh... political drama. alright so that's it for me Anne Marie what you been playing Um,
1: lots of iPad games that I've kind of all talked about before so I'm still playing um, Gardenscape and Record Keepers having like a big 30th anniversary celebration so I'm playing a bunch of that um, I'm playing Fairway Solitaire Golf again and I'm playing yeah just a whole bunch of iPad games um, and then I continued with Mary Skelter this week So I'm quickly approaching level, I want to say level 30. Um, And I'm at the end of the dorms, which for me is, I think, the fifth dungeon. There are some dungeons that um, you can do them in a variety of orders. Um, So like the third and fourth and the fifth and the sixth dungeon, you get to choose which order you do them in. So I decided to do the dorms before the waterfalls. And so the uh, the dilemma that I'm having is I did the guardian for this dungeon and then you do the nightmare after that. But the guardian was really, 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 really hard. And so I am, I don't think I'm going to be able to finish the nightmare off unless I go and get a couple more levels before trying the nightmare. Because this is one of those games where it's like even one or two levels makes a huge, huge difference in your stats. And so I think I actually missed a floor because I went from floor one to floor three. So I'm going to go see if I can find level two. And I suspect in just going and fully exploring floor two, I will get enough levels that I will be more confident in taking on the final nightmare. And so that's what I've been playing. Sorry, it's short and sweet. Short and sweet. It's still really good. good. I finally got a picture of one of my girls in um, in, in Blood Skelter, so I will post that to um, Twitter soon so that people can see.
0: Yeah, I don't know I what think. that.
2: I think <laughs> all the pictures were on the website of them in Blood Skelter mode. Oh, are they?
1: Yeah. Mary
2: Skelter. Because I, I was showing them to my husband. He was like, yeah, these are all lollicons, so it's kind of creepy.
1: I was born in 1921, definitely.
0: They lose all their well, you, clothing. They do. Okay. Like all well, their you clothing. you don't do yes. January.
1: F- Why do they mind. lose all
0: their clothing?
1: That's that's the joke, Chris. It's the joke? Yes. Oh, yeah, they do have them in their blood sculptor mode. Is
0: this like... Mm-hmm. Remember censored when I talked... for the U.S.? Or is it no. like... No, that's just how it is? Yeah. Okay. That's that's the Why do they lose all their clothing?
1: Because fan service. Mm. This is This is what I was talking about the first week that I was talking about this. It's mm-hmm. like in their normal mode, they're dressed in all of these sort of little cues about who they are. So Alice has like all hearts on her outfit. Mm-hmm. And then in her massacre mode, she has, like, little horns and stuff. And then in her blood skulls, she just loses all of her clothes. Of course. And her weapon turns into, like, a big heart instead of a hand.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. One of them has a two-handed giant scythe and no clothing.
1: Um, who's that?
0: Uh, Gretel.
1: Oh, I don't have her yet. Oh, okay. She's in. Oh, spoilers,
0: <laughs> there's a Gretel. No, 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 no. I, know,
1: I knew there was a Gretel because okay. she. So I'm in the dorms right now. Mm-hmm. And Hansel and Gretel are there. Um, but Gretel thinks she's a nightmare
2: mm-hmm.
1: because Hansel and Gretel have always lived together in the dorms. And Hansel is definitely a nightmare. You
0: got Kaguya, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, Thumbelina. Those are the four you have, right? So I have Alice,
1: Red Riding Hood, Thumbelina, Snow White.
0: You don't have Sleeping Beauty or I have Sleeping
1: Beauty and Kaguya.
0: Okay. So apparently it's Gretel. And Cinderella. I do
1: not yet have Rapunzel or Gretel. So I'm guessing Rapunzel must be in the waterfall.
0: Okay. By the way, if you haven't guessed, it's all fairy tale names. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Hey>. Okay. <laughs> Jason's like, Yeah, there's there's no clothing because it's anime. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> because fan service, really. Okay. All right. Because just- it's an idea factory game. Mm-hmm. So the I do have uh, some really minor complaints about the game is the longer that the game goes, um, the more that I'm realizing that they completely gave away who the bad guy is at the start of the game, and I was like, "Oh, that's the bad guy," and I and as soon as I saw that, I was like, "No, no, that that can't be the bad guy." I'm sure they're just like misdirecting me. It's it's a red herring. And the further I'm going into this game, I was like, no, no, they just did a really crap job of covering up who the bad guy is. And this is very much the bad guy. And there's going to be no surprise about this. Oh,
0: they're really getting you.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Come on. Give them credit. Surely it's well written. And it's not a fan service anime. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, well.
1: So, yeah. I mean, is the story still good regardless, or is that Yeah, really yeah, yeah. No, no, off? no. The story's really good. Um, so as you gain affection with the girls, you unlock affection events, where you get to know the girls each a little bit better. And they're all kind of anime tropes, which is fine, because it's very cutely written. Um, and, of course, once you max out the affection with each girl, you get, um, like, a maximum affection scene with them, where um, you get to see them in some... Largely undressed, even more
0: naked, or slightly less naked than their blood maiden form.
1: Um, equally naked as their under, equally naked as their Mm -hmm. their, um, you know, uh, uh, the the, skelter state. Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah. So I got to see um, Thumbelina trying on Snow White's bra. Thumbelina is (laughs) not. As oh, death, that scene. as Snow White. Oh, yes, you showed that. Yes, to me. you show. I showed that one oh, to it you. Oh, that was so wrong. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So little scenes like that—they're like just little still CGs. I think I have a gallery of them if I want to, you know, go and look at them.
0: If you know what I mean. No! Don't you dare. <laughs>
1: Oh, and I think I said in the first episode that I talked about this, that there isn't a stupid rub- rubbing minigame. There's a rubbing minigame. Yeah, I spoke too soon. It's completely optional as far as I can tell. But why um, would
0: you opt
1: out? <laughs> um, the funny thing is, is you can, once you've played it once and successfully rubbed the girl, you can actually just like automate it. You don't have to rub them again. So yeah, it's like so they've funky, gone for right? the wanky wanky and then they've made it so you can completely opt out of okay. it.
0: Okay, yeah, uh-huh. Oh, well,
1: what know. purpose does this minigame serve other
2: than... It gives you a temporary material? buff. <laughs> okay. Simon, come the come on. So <laughs> I guess it's a buff and rub. Yeah. Or rub and buff. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs>
1: Oh, Vita, never change. Yep. So that's what I've been playing. You know what?
0: It's not going to change. It's going to die. Yeah.
1: Oop, and then what? a minute,
0: people. The
1: problem is is are these kind of games going to find a home on the Switch?
0: I well, I Do don't know the, hold on. Depends. Can I ask a question? Do these kind of games need to find a home? Yes. <laughs> okay. There is a market for these games, Chris. Right. I'm sorry. Don't
1: let them be homeless.
0: Uh huh. Put them on the phone.
1: Well, some see, of them are there. But winking see- your phone looks funny, Chris. <laughs> oh, goodness.
0: Go ahead, Kelly. I'm so sorry.
1: People
2: like Anna and me like to play these games for the lulls just to you know get the disgusted reactions from our husbands while we show them you know these awful scenes and they're like what the (laughs) hell are you playing
0: why would you why would that be more entertaining than playing a good game
1: because other than the dumb wanky things these are fairly good games are you sure yeah I had a really good time with Monster Mon Piece. it was actually a fairly well put together game the translation was dumb The translation was horribly inconsistent. Where it was great, it completely shined. There was large parts that were mediocre. But the gameplay was really solid. I had a lot of fun with that game. Mm -hmm. The stupid rubby mini game was like whatever, whatever. Okay.
2: Didn't you also
1: like both criminal girls in the same fashion too? So the first game was good But it bugged me because there were so many places where it could have been so much better. The second game definitely improved on all of those, and I would love to see a third one do even better. I think the dilemma that I had with the second game is that I loved the first cast. I found all of them super adorable and all of the personalities really resonated with me and I found all of them super unique and I didn't love all of the personalities in the same way in the second game. They were all still fine and I liked most of them. I just didn't like them as much.
2: I cannot remember the last really fetishy game I played. I want to say it was Demon Gaze, but that was a that was a couple of years ago. Hey, Demon Gaze 2 is coming. Yes. When does that come out? Uh, next year? See, I could have sworn that that was coming out before the end of the year. Uh, but hang on. Yeah, the, the NIS site's saying 11.14. Oh, wow. Okay, my bad. So,
1: yeah. in a month.
0: Because you need more stuff to play, Anna.
1: Uh, no, I am I have zero interest in that game.
0: Oh, right, you hated the first one. That was the one I was threw the read Vita the strategy across guy. the room. You were so upset, I had to read the strategy guide just to make you less upset. <coughs>
1: yeah, no. That That is definitely not a game for me. If it goes on sale for $7 on the, on the PSN, I will maybe try it. I am adding this to my Christmas list.
2: See, I didn't have any problems playing through it, so I don't know. I mean, if it didn't click with you, it didn't click with you. I I it was a couple of years ago so I, I kind of barely remember playing it. I just remember I was binge watching uh the second season of Orange is the New Black while I was playing that. So that's all that I remember is that plot.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I don't think it's a bad game. I just think it's a bad fit for me. All
0: right. Kelly, what have you been playing this week?
1: Um
2: I've played more Monster Hunter Stories. Yeah, you finished it? Not, not yet. I just got out of the volcano area, and I think that there's only really like two, maybe two or three major areas in the game left because of the kind of brought out spots on the map. Oh, okay. Um, I really liked the volcano area because you meet up with some of Naviru's friends
1: Ah. in
2: that area, and you kind of find out a little bit more about his past and stuff like that, and his friends are really adorable and charming because they're all, uh, are they palicos or felines?
0: I think felines.
2: Okay. Because they're all felines with different powers and stuff, and one of them looks just like Lytton, which is kind of cute. And you find out more about his stuff, and then afterwards you actually go to an entire village of felines. There you go. And th- this area is just nothing but charming, and I've, I've just been in love with that particular area because of all the unique animations some of these felines have. Like one of them is shadow boxing on the beach and he's like getting really into it and he like does an uppercut and then falls flat on his ass and then gets up and then starts the animation over again and it's just adorable and all of the, the lines in the area have like unique animations like that and it's just part of the charm of that game Um, I've been trying to collect all of the monsties and I realized that I missed a couple of them so I had to go back and catch them and trying to catch trying to catch all of them is kind of a unique puzzle onto himself because you have to figure out how to get them to retreat back to their lair so that you can get their eggs mm-hmm. and i picked up a uh, pink rathalos
0: oh nice which i'm
2: gonna add to my which i think i'm gonna add to my party i don't know i'm kind of liking the one that the game gives you mm-hmm. just because he's um got a full gene grid so that yeah. you can really customize them
0: yeah i imagine so
2: but the, the other thing that i've been digging about this game is that the mission little mini game where you can send monsters out on missions and they go out on missions in real time so you can just kind of check back later in like an hour and retrieve all the items and the experience and stuff like that so i've taken because I, I work from home and I've taken to just kind of leaving my DS on the desk and then every hour checking on it, sending the monsters back out and stuff like that. And it's been kind of a it's a nice catch up mechanic. If you catch a monster that has a really cool ability that you want in your party and you don't want to have to, you know, level grind them up. Mm-hmm. Which I, I love it when games kind of have
0: mechanics like that. Nice.
2: And especially, sorry,
0: that That sounds cool.
2: Yeah, and especially away mechanics where you can kind of, you know, put your DS down and still get stuff even when you're not actively playing. Mm -hmm. Um, I really wish more games would kind of do stuff like that.
0: Yeah, like Bravely Bravely Default had stuff like that.
2: Yeah. And I mean, within reason, you know, I don't want like the whole mobile structure thing like that because that kind of stuff is stupid. But, you know, just like little things like being able to level up your monsters while you're away, it just, it kind of makes the game a little bit more accessible and it makes you feel like you're making progress even when you can't be around the game. So, yeah, I'm going to be, I want to try and finish this game. I want to say by the time Metroid Odyssey 5 comes out next week, but i don't know that that might not happen because like every time i think i'm gonna continue the story i find another side quest or i find another area tucked away that has special items and poogies and other stuff and it's like i just i want to i this is the first game i've played in a long time that i feel compelled to just want to explore everything Which is good, but at the same time, it's making the game so long. I am I think I'm pushing like 40 or 50 hours right now. I'd have to look at my DS to see.
0: That's a lot longer than I thought that game would be.
2: Yeah. There's just so much depth to it. Jeez. All right. And then when you want to get into, you know, customizing your monsties and, you know, catching ones with abilities so that you can have the ones with the abilities that you like. Like um I gave my story Brazilos a healing ability, which is really handy. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that kind of stuff is what's really given the game a lot of its depth. Mm. So yeah. I love that game. If you can't tell,
0: I can tell.
2: <laughs> and then I'm playing more Ys 8 I've, finished about 50 percent of the map thus far so that i mean i'm just a little bit past the halfway point and that's another one where i keep wanting to progress the story but then i keep finding side quests and stuff like that that i want to do and you're really kind of compelled to complete the entire map and some of those areas can be a little bit kind of a pain in the butt to get to and there's even areas that you can tell that you need like a artifact or extra people or something to get to those areas. Um, can't really talk more much about Ys Eight without spoiling the oh, really? story too much. But I do have a full party now, but I don't really want to say who the last party member is because that's kind of a spoiler.
0: Right. I think. I'm not sure. Holding up doesn't get boring.
2: Uh. Yes and no. The battle system has been kind of getting on my nerves sometimes because you're fighting these like really big dinosaur creatures that are damage sponges and I've been finding that I've been getting stunlocked by them a lot so you know I go up to them to wail on them and they roar and stun me and by the time I recover they roar again and they stun me again and that aspect of the battle system has been kind of frustrating. Hmm. And I don't remember the other Yeez games really having those kind of battle mechanics.
0: Sorry, just getting a video up here of a giant dinosaur. Just watch people. Yeah. Oh, they roar and it throws you back. And
2: Yeah, oh, nice. those, those dinosaurs. Eey,
0: nightmare. Nightmare. And... Some of those dinosaurs are pretty tough. Are doing two damage, two damage, two... Oh, I see. You have to hit the right point. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the, I think that one that you see is a boss.
0: Okay.
2: But later on, later on, there's ones in the game that are just regular enemies that are that big. Mm-hmm. And there's a story point in the game where you actually can get the proper equipment to beat them, but even then, they just... I mean they'll give you a run for the money and I think before that point in the game you're kind of supposed to run away from them oh, okay. but they aggro you and they just keep chasing you and chasing you And and then after the story point when you can kind of get the proper equipment to defeat them they can still be a bit of a challenge but the other nice thing is that if you can beat them you get all sorts of level ups
0: Oh, I imagine and then I would think yeah. if you keep doing that you're going to make the game too easy.
2: Yeah, and and they drop a lot of rare materials too for upgrades and uh equipment and stuff like that. <laughs> it's funny in that video that you're watching um someone's got the classic Adol DLC armor.
1: Okay. I was going to say that uh that character looks a lot like, you know, OG Adol. I,
0: I have well, I mean it is Adol, right?
1: Yeah, but that's not the new... I, don't,
0: I have an issue. Are her panties sticking out of her armor? Yes. Okay. It just seems weird. Like she didn't dress herself properly.
2: Yeah, wait till you see Donna. Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> All right, we're going to move on from that. All right, so uh, Kelly, mm-hmm. did you download Stardew Valley on the Switch? Yes. So that's why get... you're not finishing anything, huh?
2: I didn't get very far in it, though. I just downloaded it and rolled my character and went through a couple of days. Yeah, you played this game
0: entirely already, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I want to play through it again so bad, but I know that it's such a time sink. Mm -hmm. But it's such a good time sink because that game is so awesome. And being able to play it in bed is going to be even more awesome. Oh, all right. But no, I, I downloaded it Thursday during my lunch break and mm-hmm. played a little bit of it. And then it's like, OK, I need to turn off the switch and put this away so that I will actually get the work done. Because otherwise I'm not going to get any work done and then I'm going to get in trouble at work. Mm-hmm. And this time around, I rolled a male character because I want to see if the dialogue changes any with a same sex relationship. Mm hmm. Just because I'm curious. I'm not sure. That's why I wanted to see.
3: Okay.
0: So uh, does the the game control any different for the Switch in a way that makes it easier or anything?
2: No, not from what I can tell. Um, It's actually kind of annoying that it doesn't have any touchscreen support. Mm. And I kind of had to go into some of the settings and change some of the settings so that you can, you know, use the shoulder buttons to swap in between tabs and stuff. It's going to be really interesting when I get into the dungeons and stuff like that in that game. Cause I remember in the, in the PS4 version, I kind of fought against the controls quite a bit and it took me a while to get used to them. Yeah. All right. That, and, that, and some of the more intricate building stuff
0: too. there's a lot more dungeoning in this game than I realized.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's like a major component of the game is going into the dungeon and getting materials and stuff like that. And uh, if you die in that dungeon, you lose like five or ten floors of progress and you lose random stuff from your inventory. Uh, the, the punishment for failing in the dungeon is pretty harsh.
0: Okay. <laughs> and you can ride a hot air balloon, it looks like. And go to a rainbow cloud world. What? I don't know See, I didn't on. do that. I don't know what that was.
2: <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that in my game.
0: Well, now you got to find it in this one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's from the hot air balloons. Maybe it's a marriage thing. I don't know. Uh
2: yeah, and it's kind of got Minecraft trappings where a lot of the things in it you really need to look up how to do because the game doesn't really do a good job of telling you how to do some of those things on on its own. Mm-hmm. But that's just that's just games like that.
0: Wow, there's like a giant weird alien language. Okay. Um,
2: yeah, that's the um, community center.
0: Community sub-plus. center has that. Okay. <laughs>
2: All right. Yeah, you're adding stuff to the community center to kind of bring it back to its
0: former yeah, glory. Yeah, right. it's either that or sell out to Walmart, right? So yeah. <laughs>
2: All
3: right, cool.
0: Stardew Valley. So you'll keep grinking on that, and then you've uh, you've still found ways to put time into WoW. Still enjoying yeah, the patch.
2: I uh, well, no, I've been leveling up alts because I realized that it's been a year and. Only my main and my alliance main was level one ten. So I've I finally got my warlock up to one ten and I've been doing his uh legendary weapon campaign and trying to get his
0: um which I assume goes much faster now.
2: Yeah, it does because you you hit one ten and you automatically max out your artifact research. Oh okay. and you can basically like do two or three world quests and then max out your artifact power which is really nice
0: i should log in and just do that
2: <laughs> yeah cuz i maxed out my artifact power on my uh main hunter on all 3 of her specs because when you do on, on some of the on some classes there's multiple class mounts depending on what your spec is and you have to max out the artifact power in order to get those class mounts. And because you get so much of it now, it kind of behooves you to get the artifact weapon on all of your specs mm-hmm. just so that you can kind of have that and you get the extra rewards from it. Okay. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of annoyed because I did that the hard way on my monk. And but, uh, I really... so
0: wait, what are the other rewards from getting the other specs? I'm, I don't know what those are.
2: On on Hunter, it was getting the other colors of the class mount.
0: Oh, okay.
2: On Monk, I'm not sure what it was. I don't think there Do is. Do humans have different
0: class monk mounts or something like that?
2: No, I, I think it's the same. Some, oh, okay. yeah, some classes have a different class mount based on your spec, and some classes don't. Okay. Like Mage and Shaman, and Hunter, and I think. Death Knight, all have different mounts. Oh, you can build I know
0: buildings? War. Ooh. What is this? Com- cons- command Center building? Nether Disruptor just, building? Ooh. I
2: think that just gives you different buffs on Broken Shore. It really
0: did make StarCraft in this game, huh? Yeah. Right. You must construct additional pylons. Yeah. And I kind of want to play it. I know you're done with it. I'm sorry. Oh, th- that doesn't stop you from playing it. I know. You know what stops me from playing it? What? 14.4.1 <laughs> is about to hit. I'm going to jump into that. Yeah, have fun. It hits this week. Woo. All right. How am I going to work? I don't need any more MMO temptation. So if you don't mind, folks, we're going to move on to news. Everyone good with that? Beep, 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 beep. Oh, beep. I'm good. Beep, 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 beep. All right. Beep, What's our beep. first story here? Um, oh yeah, you know The Good Life, that, that, uh, sweary game where you're, um, we don't know if it's an RPG or not, do we? Oh, it's a debt repayment life simulation RPG, or so they say. (laughs) That's the one where, um, everybody in the town turns into a cat at night and they're trying to kickstart it on Fig. They're trying to Fig-start it. All right, they're trying to crowdfund it on Fig and uh, it ain't going well. So they said, all right, we've added dogs now. Now you can choose to either load up when you start the game, it'll be the cat version or the dog version because they're trying to get the, the dog lovers in now since I guess some people didn't like cats or that's what they're thinking. So it yeah. has
1: five days, seven hours left, and they're up to 325000 out of their $1.5 million. They're not going to hit it. Um, no, but they have said that they're going to make this game no matter what.
0: Okay, but this says your pledge will only be collected if the campaign reaches its goal. Right. So they're gonna make the game without the money? They're what
1: gonna make it work.
0: <laughs> make it work.
1: Alright. <laughs> oh. Um, they also lowered the investment to a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I think it was what, so, two fifty before?
0: I should be honest, I did back the cat version. For whatever that matters. Um, let's see what is i'm trying to read this the f- obviously the people who run fig don't copy edit the uh, campaigns and they really no. should um it's the because- good life cat if you purchase this version people become cat at night also you too cat version and dog version are compatible for only with online play promises you a digital copy of the good life when it's completed
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of a bummer that they didn't get the money, but we'll see what happens in the future. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, and it's a different tier if you want the PS4 version. Oh, for goodness sake. Whatever. I did back the normal version. Um, I imagine it won't matter because they're not going to make it, so they won't collect my money. And uh, we'll see if this game actually comes out. I have my doubts. Alright. Uh,
1: we'll see. So, Neo um, announced a PC edition. Neo. So, uh, the Neo Complete Edition is a digital-only PC edition coming to Steam on November 7th, 2017. And it will have the base game in all three DLCs, so Dragon in the North, Defiant Honor, wait what, and Bloodshed's End.
0: I have a question. Why does it say I successfully generated the Neo Complete Edition? I don't know. Did I say that this is going to come out eventually last week, <laughs> and this week it came out? Oh, that's probably what happened. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: <laughs> I think when the third DLC came out on PS4, you, you you very offhandedly said, I'm just going to wait for the Complete Edition to come out.
0: Yeah, well, and here it is. <laughs> Uh, though Alex did point out the PS4 Digital Deluxe Edition already had all the DLC included, so right. it must have come with the season pass or something. Yeah. But uh, hey, cool. So I'll wait for that to go on sale. And, uh, yeah, hey, Chris, that's... summon more stuff. Summon more stuff? Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, Kelly, I already got Radiant Silver Gun. What else more do you want from me? <laughs>
2: um, I don't know. Panzer Dragoon No, saga? people
0: want um, Dragon... What's the one? The stupid Saturn game that you like, Anna, that I don't know how to um dragon something where you're controlling all the troops. Oh, dragon force dragon force yeah. people want a dragon force remake so oh, that would be i bought it people i bought it and um it's uh it's coming out next year i don't know is <laughs> that how this works how, how do i make it happen tell me how to make it happen i'll do it
1: oh man so um dragon
0: force hd you heard it here first.
1: <laughs> that yeah. would be
0: amazing. Uh, we already talked about this next one. So,
1: So yeah. So the Steam version, kind of like the PS4 version, has two modes. Where you have action mode, where it is locked into 60 FPS. And then you have oh, movie right. mode, where it has a 4K resolution. And those modes do not overlap. You cannot have both 4K and 60 FPS. You have to choose between Why the two Why can't you
0: have both on a PC that could do both?
1: Um, Because you can't have nice things, Chris Okay,
0: alright, good to know <laughs> What was I thinking? <laughs> uh... Are you sure it won't overlap? Yeah You sure there's no way the 4K mode can go up? You don't know No, but I'm sure there's going
1: to be modders that are going to try to make uh, it yeah, happen They'll unlock it, yeah yep.
0: Alright, Anna uh-huh. Tell me about this two tale it, of... This is a Natsume story So No, it's not Updated Tale of Two Towns heading to the 3DS. Yeah,
1: this is marvelous. Oh, it is? Yeah, this is completely marvelous. Wait, I
0: thought you guys localized this.
1: Yeah. So, way back in like 2010, Yeah. A Tale of Two Towns came out in North America on and it was the DS. And 3DS. Oh, okay. And it came out on the 3DS in North America and Europe first. Mm-hmm. And the plan was is that Marvelous was going to make it in Europe after or in Japan after that. Mhm. And I don't know They stuck their thumb up their butts And decided to not do it for a while Instead put out a half-baked patch For the North American version Because they totally broke it Okay And then like last week They announced that they were finally Going to put it out in Japan And change nothing And call it Tale of Two Towns Plus
0: well, they call it "Story of Seasons: Tale of Two Towns." Plus,
1: no, that's what people it's are here. conveniently oh, calling that's it. That's what we're calling it. Okay, because what else a, do you call Boku-mo. it? It's a bokumono game.
0: Okay, so all this is is announced for Japanese. Yeah,
1: it's bokumono,
0: and they're calling it plus. But you don't think they've changed anything?
1: They've literally changed nothing. Says, oh I'm sorry, they here, added Street Pass.
0: The the new iteration will be receiving improved controls, as well as Street Pass functionality. Yeah. So is Improved Controls, in your mind, just a fix for Broken Controls? Yeah, it sounds like it's going to have the
1: same patch that they put out for
0: the eShop version of the game. Oh, you know so much about these games. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I guess it's your job, too. All right. So they're adding Street Pass, and you don't know if they're going to try and bring that back over here. No idea. I wonder if they could.
1: Uh, They'd have to completely relocalize it.
0: Sure. And they couldn't call it it. The
1: Tale of Two Towns. Oh,
0: that even with the plus there would not no I don't think that would fly yeah because you probably have that trademarked okay or something okay interesting um it'll be out in Japan December 14th Um, yeah
1: I mean this is literally just a game that they were gonna put out in Japan like seven years ago and I have no idea why it took them this long
0: this is a seven year old game yeah why does it look better than your new games Ooh, Chris throwing shade
2: see that's why i I was
0: confused
2: that's all that's why i was confused when i heard this news like wait a minute why are you remaking uh, a seven-year-old
1: it's not a remake i just this confuses people because i think most news outlets didn't realize that this game never came out on 3ds in japan okay because it was always anna
0: anna it says plus it must be a remake <laughs> it's an H D remake for three DS, a non H D system. <laughs> no? S-
1: no, it's just so they're finally
0: putting it out on three DS. You can skateboard in this game.
1: Yeah, you could skateboard hey, in the three DS for Here's your, a question for, for you America. now that it's a seven year old game. The skateboard but, was completely useless.
0: Hey, here's a question for you. Now that this game's seven years old and uh-huh. you guys are making your own games that uh-huh. you love and are awesome. Um at least I, I assume you think so. Um is this game any good? It's fine. It's fine. That's all I'm going to get out of her.
1: All right. <laughs> I mean, there are a bunch of Harvest Moon games that are like good to great, and it falls into that category.
0: So, this is one of the better ones then? Sure. Because there's some that are not as better. Yeah. No, you've told me that.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. I would put this into the good to great category and not the uh don't play one of those categories.
0: Is this is this the newer bubble cow or the older bubble cow?
1: Um that is one of the classic bubble cows. It's a classic bubble cow. Yes. That
0: okay. that's the other way I like to distinguish Harvest Moon games. Which bubble cow are we talking about? If you don't know, the bubble cow is the cow with that giant ass nose <laughs> which is not realistic but <laughs> so adorable. All right uh hand of fate 2's got a date finally this has been you're excited for this for over a year just kind of in limbo um yeah because i mean we played
1: this at pax last year yeah and they were like we're gonna announce a release date any day now Nah, anna
0: e3 last year (laughs) all right so hand of fate 2 will be releasing in north america and europe on november 7th 2017 it will be out for pc ps4 xbox one with 4k support for xbox one x Note they don't say PS4 Pro. I wonder why it's up with that. Maybe they couldn't get it to work on PS4 Pro as easily, um, since the Xbox One X is more powerful, right? Um, See, so here you go, Anna. Here's a game for my Xbox One X. Uh, I got There's one. <laughs> <laughs> I know it takes more than one before you'll let me buy one, but there's one. <laughs> we'll get there maybe by next year.
1: <laughs> Have we had this conversation on the podcast?
0: That There's nothing don't to buy think... on Xbox One X?
1: There's so a couple
0: games that I would get on here as opposed to other platforms. That's that's all I figured. So out. So
1: we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna non sequitur out of the news for a second, just because it's a really short news section. So Chris really 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 wants an Xbox One X, even mostly because
0: I want a 4K Blu-ray player.
1: That is largely the reason that he wants it, and the problem that I have post for him is I want to know what games that he wants for his Xbox One X. And so he has brought me a list of exactly zero games.
0: It had two games and then I thought about it for a while and had to cross them off because I wouldn't play them anytime soon. So I was trying to be honest and and fiscally responsible. If I was really trying to make a list, I think I was up to five and it was like these three games, I'm just kidding myself (laughs) about playing this year. It was like uh, what was it, Assassin's Creed Origins? <laughs> How many Assassin's Creed's have I bought and not played? Oh, <laughs> All trick of question. <laughs> All of them. <laughs>
2: yeah, I hate to say it, but I'm with
0: your wife on this one, Chris. <sighs> well, I didn't buy Assassin's Creed 3, if that helps. <laughs> I've no, I think that was bought one. for you. So my, my frustration is actually about not having a 4K Blu-ray player. And the decision last year was made not to upgrade to an Xbox One Slim um, because the Xbox One X would be coming out this year and I'd probably want that. And Anna t- talked me out of the, getting the Slim and said, wait till next year. You know, you're going to want the X and, and do that. And now the X came out and now she doesn't want me to get that either. Bear in mind that so he I'm has, very frustrated. Bear in mind <laughs> that
1: he has an Xbox One Elite.
0: Um, what? You yeah, have- but that doesn't that doesn't do any of the things you're thinking. That just means it has a hybrid hard drive and came with the cool controller.
2: Why do you want a 4K Blu-ray player so bad? Because we have exactly we have
1: 4... one 4K Blu-ray. Do you no, know what it is? Two.
0: We have two. Warcraft the movie. <laughs> and um, the, the Jason Bourne film. The most recent Bourne film.
2: Okay, yeah, I'm definitely with your wife on this because <laughs> do you, do you really want to see that crappy Garota makeup in 4K?
0: Anna told me when we watched it the first time that she couldn't wait to go home and watch it again with me.
2: Oh, I mean, I'm not I'm not griping and to the We've been putting it off until of we
0: got a 4K Blu-ray player.
2: <laughs> I'm 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 griping to the quality of some of the makeup effects in that movie because whoever did Garona's makeup in that movie. Like they just went to Spirit Halloween and picked up some green face
0: paint and called it good. Well, she, but I, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm it's just like saying, I would be, I would be more a, on I, your side if Kelly, you picked you need up to like understand. a visually stunning movie like Fury Kelly, Road or Kelly, Tron Legacy. Kelly. Or I will buy those movies if that's all it takes. I, I'm happy <laughs> to pick up those films. Uh, the problem is, I have this 4K TV. 4K content is a little hard to come by still. As much as it's getting better, iTunes now has it and crap. And Netflix says they have it, even though anything you actually want to watch is not in it. Um, I need 4K stuff on my fancy 4K TV. That's all. That's all it is.
1: That's all it is. I just want some stuff. Hey, you know what you could do
0: on your fancy 4K TV? Play Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Play some of your PlayStation 4 Pro games. But
0: think about how much more awesome they'd be on Xbox One X. Yeah, because they have better better g p u it's gonna have better graphics, so if we're gonna go we're gonna go the video game route, the xbox one x is gonna look nicer great tell me what games you're gonna play on it i uh I could rebuy Final Fantasy fifteen
1: <laughs> are you really gonna play through that again Chris? He's no. actually not that far, but he's put
0: a lot of hours into I'm it fifty hours into it i'm not gonna restart over I'm keeping that um Hey, so You're Chris, old- I, I could buy um, Destiny 2 on there.
1: So, uh, yeah, but then you wouldn't be able to play with the people that are playing uh, Destiny
0: 2. Uh, I could, um, Hand of Fate 2's coming out on it. I could play Hand of Fate 2 when that comes out. You'd play that on the <laughs> PC, though. I would, that's the thing. Because it's a card-based game. I'm going to want to play it on PC.
1: So Nisa whipped out a surprise announcement Can I yesterday? buy a new GPU
0: for my PC? Would that work? Yeah, buy
1: a new computer. I'm waiting to inherit yours. It
0: would cost way more than the Xbox One X. You realize that, right? Uh-huh. But because it benefits you, you don't mind. Yeah. This is coming from a lady who tells me repeatedly how she doesn't like to play PC games and doesn't want to sit in the office all night.
1: Yes. But you know what I'm really tired of? Your computer. My computer crashing. And my computer losing internet. And my computer doing all of these stupid things. (laughs) You gave me a Lemon. So Nisa whipped out a surprise announcement this week.
0: Domestic disputes.
1: The Witch in the Hundred Night Two is coming to North America and Europe. So they haven't given a firm release date besides twenty eighteen. But you are able to pre order the limited edition from the Nisa North American store for 80. Does bones. anyone want
0: this? Yeah. Who?
1: Um actually Peter.
0: Oh, he wants to <laughs> for for the he, streaming yeah. reasons, yeah.
1: So, um, so if you pick up the collector's edition, you get a physical copy of The Witch and the Hundred Night Twos for PS4, a hardcover outbook, a two-disc original soundtrack, a stress ball. <laughs> it and, seems
0: necessary.
1: And a set of nine lapel pins.
0: Is the writing better this time, or rather, it, was it the writing that was bad, or just the main character was a despicable pile of? ug that nobody wanted to sympathize <coughs> with
1: yeah so the witch and the in the 192 features a completely stuff, right? new cast and world Ugh. the game stars amelie who works for an organization opposing witches causing problems across the war across the region of Cavalia and Chalka, a witch right. who's awakened and amelie's sister Milne through a strange illness like many
0: others all right whatever here here's my question for you hmm? is this one just better and like Detaching it from the legacy of the first one—is this like a good game, and like we should totally judge it fairly? I have no idea. I just—I want to be—I want to not be stupid about this. If there's like this is totally different and not related to the first one in story, is it maybe like just a better game? And yeah, and and I don't know.
1: The answer is a firm maybe.
0: Okay. This is kind of one that
1: I'm—I'm tentatively. Interested in you? you looks... Yes,
0: yeah, because it says NIS America on this web page. That's why you're interested in it.
1: Well, the art, and you like the art is or... really
0: yeah. cute.
2: It's The disguise well, Yeah, guy, right? I was, I was curious about the first game because of the art style, but like I had heard so many people say that the story was just such absolute garbage that it turned me off to the first game completely. Yeah. So I
1: and mean, a... this one I is at least for me, this is a wait on reviews.
0: i mean is the first game even worth playing oh here we go here we go um reception on the wikipedia article the witch and the hundred night two go away the witch and the hundred night two i don't know why it's doing this i'm sorry Anna. it's for you yeah the witch and the hundred night two was first revealed on may 2015 through a short video it no I'm reading the wrong paragraph. The Witch and the Hunter Knight 2 received a 33 out of 40 score in issue 1472 of Famitsu upon its Japanese release. Commercially, the game was not as successful in Japan as its predecessor. According to Media Create, only 13,421 physical copies of the game were sold during the week of launch, compared to 49,209 for the original game in 2013. That's all I've got as far as um, review stuff. 33 out of 40 is not garbage but it is Famitsu, so you can't trust it anyway, so I don't know what was
2: Famitsu's review
0: of the first one? I, I, you know what, that's a great question, let's see if I can find um, that reception uh, the article writer for the Witch and the Hutter Knight did not put the Famitsu score on it, so the witch oh,
2: prob- uh, probably be on Metacritic
0: yeah, but Metacritical convert it to that stupid uh, percentages that doesn't make any sense. All right, which of the hundred Knight, the first one, 31 out of 40. So, this one's better than the first one a little bit, but, um, yeah, wow. I, I guess I don't know how to understand Famitsu scores, because 33 out of 40 versus 31 out of 40 would apparently be a big deal, um... Yeah, something like Ace Attorney Dual Destinies got a 37 out of 40, and a game like Race Driver Grid 2 got a 33 out of 40. So, what does that mean? That
1: most of their reviews fall between 30 and 40?
0: Apparently. Dragon's Crown got a 34 out of 40. So, that one point between 33 and 34 might be really important. I don't know.
1: (laughs) It's almost like most video game reviews don't use the full score. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. <sighs> we had a Kickstarter check in.
0: Ooh, ooh, I love these. All right, let's see. Kickstarter, uh, Kickstarter, Kickstarter, Kickstarter. As as Lucifer likes to say, I'm responsible for bringing much evil into the world by way of Kickstarter. So let's see how I can make the world more evil today. Uh, Fa- Fell Seal Arbiter's Mark, a classic turn-based tactical RPG. Uh they say it's a tactical RPG inspired by the classics featuring beautifully hand-drawn environments, a mature story, and an intricate class system. There's a demo available now on Steam and Xbox One. Um all right. If you want a copy of the game, 20 bucks gets you in. This is an isometric um tactical game, the sort of game where people kind of walk in place until you select them and tell them where to move. Uh in in fact, man, this looks kind of weird.
1: This looks exactly like Mercenaries.
0: stilted and awkward walking animation as opposed to, like, tactics, which I guess it's kind of the same thing as in tactics, but because these are realistically proportioned humans, it looks different. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. So that's 20 bucks for that. Um, there's maps. You, you do tactical fighting, it looks like. So it's a TRPG. And then if you want to spend all the monies, here's what you get. For $2,500... That's not so bad compared to some we've seen. Design a boss monster, uh, design a special human class, design a special encounter. Select the enemies and equip- their skills, classes, equipment. Blah 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 blah. Includes all content from previous tiers. Your name will be listed in the credits as a designer. You also get beta access, digital version of the game, the soundtrack, the game manual, your name in the credits, your name in the human names pool, your name in the monster names pool, a portrait of your likeness for human characters, your name in the credits as a designer, as design a special encounter. I already said that. Okay, yeah. Uh, estimated delivery July of 2018. We'll see how much they can uh, hold to that. And then uh, you can check out. They've got a bunch of gifts with like animations and monsters to see if you like it or not, and some of their art style. So check that out. See if you're into it. You want to back it or not? Uh... Remember, you uh, you are putting your money at risk. They
1: expect this to be done in nine months. It, I mean, that would mean the game is done.
0: Well, you know, it takes a lot to market. Um, where are they at, by the way? Let's see. They're at 16,000 out of 40,000. They've got 23 days to go. They could, they could make, make it. it. All right, Indie Update. we got an Indie Update. Whew. Let's see what else we got here. Um, uh, we got some brief indie updates. My Time at Portia, sixteenth edition. Um, the developer Pathia Games announced it is teaming up with publisher Team17 to release the game My Time at Portia. Tangle Deep. Oh, sixteenth edition is sixteenth edition indie game update. I'm sorry. So I'm gonna not say those edition numbers anymore because that's confusing. Tangle Deep. Which is currently in early access for PC, Mac, and Linux has been announced for Nintendo Switch in early 2018. Tanzia, another game in early access, will be coming to Nintendo Switch December 2017. Razor Edge Games has announced they're bringing uh, announced an upcoming title called Apocalypse: The Afterfall, and it's been renamed to Eden Falling. I guess Apocalypse wasn't going well. I don't know. Uh, so I wonder if there was
1: a, an issue with got copyright.
0: There is a, uh, is, it, is this an RPG? I don't even know. It looks like a first-person action adventure. I don't know what's going on with this. Um, oh, it's trying to emulate tabletop RPGs. That's why it looks different. They've got a teaser trailer. You can watch that. There's an early access version of Time Slift Softworks game Vigilantes. It's available now for PC, Mac, and Linux for $12. Bucks. Um, bu- bu- bu. It's set in a crime-addled city called Riker City. I think Riker Island. Vigilante is inspired by 1990s turn-based strategy titles and follows Sam Cortino as he assembles a team to assist his crusade on crime. Um, What kind of game is it? Um, 90s turn-based strategies. Oh, XCOM. Yeah, okay, cool. Fall of Light, a dungeon crawler game. Wall of Light. It's now out for PC and Mac via Steam for 15 bucks. It was developed by the developer Runeheads, published by 1C Publishing. It follows Nyx. No, not the RPGamer staff person. It follows Nyx, a retired warrior, as he navigates a world consumed by darkness to bring his daughter to the last place where light still shines. Ooh. Dad saving his daughter. Oh, it's got kind of a eco vibe, it looks like, where your daughter's following you and stuff. Okay. There you go. Uh Destiny Chronicles from developer Visual Noveler <laughs> they've started a Kickstarter campaign for their RPG action RPG Destiny Chronicles a fantasy action JRPG so they've even got the thing where you have like the girl running away from the camera and looking back at the camera as their key cover artwork because uh, apparently JRPG means looking at a girl but mostly seeing her butt um that That's true, isn't it, Anna? That is true. Did you not RPGs hear that? RPGs are butts. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, so here's a girl running around whacking um, pigs with a sword... And uh, her name's Celeste. She's a knight in training. You can watch the video. They've got a JRPG style trailer already made for it. And it's obvious that they've watched a lot of anime and been inspired by that for their trailer. Um, 20 bucks gets you the game. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a different currency. So uh, 15 bucks, America, 15 US dollars gets you the game. They want $13,000 out of $40,000, but they have 26 days to go. So they've got plenty of time to hit it. Um, they called it a character-driven action JRPG set in a world where mysterious ruins are all that remain of its elusive past. Okay, so an action-driven, uh, a character-driven action JRPG is Tales of, isn't it? Is that what mm-hmm. that means? Uh, I think that's what that means. Or
1: like ease?
0: Well, oh, what do you think, Kelly? More like Tales or more like Ease, Or does it not matter?
1: I mean, it could well, be either or.
0: Yeah. This looks, yeah, alright. Well, they've only got one character here, but I'm... I mean, I mean it like, reminds really. me
1: kind of of, like, Dark Cloud 2. Why do you say that? Because I'm watching you play oh, the right, video. Right right,
0: right, right, Okay. And it looks like there's four characters in the party, and they're all girls, of course. And they all have green eyes for some reason. And Destiny Chronicles. Okay, so twenty or 15 bucks gets you the game. What can you do if you spend tons of money? Let's see. Oh, man, they got a lot of awards. All right. For about five, about 5,500 US dollars, uh, side quest NPC includes the collector's edition. They will create an NPC of your choice that will be a quest giver in a side quest that includes a 2D sprite illustration of your NPC. Um, please contact if you need more clarification. This includes a concept art, 3D model, and some dialogue for the vendor. The design of the side quest NPC is subject to approval, and you'll be credited as a producer. Um, I'm assuming that your S- Sonic OC will not be valid to put into the game. So you're probably going to make something that meshes with this world, but uh, I mean, you could always give it a try. You should probably give them a give them a message first to see if they're okay with that. <laughs> and of course, you get a bunch of like of uh, like swag and stuff from previous tiers as well. That's Destiny Chronicles. Next up, Age of Fear 3, The Legend. It's the latest game in the series created by a small team of developers. And we don't name who those developers are. It was recently released for PC, Mac, and Linux through Steam. It's priced at $20. Bucks. Um, it blends turn-based tactical RPG combat and tabletop wargaming. Oh, is that like a that's, a... that's like a Baldur's Gate type game then, right? Uh, oh, and they have a weird live-action cinematic trailer. Oh oh look at this oh you gotta go watch that
2: yeah what is
0: going on here
2: (laughs) that is some sega cd stuff there yeah
0: (laughs) oh my gosh i love it um (laughs) uh age of fear three the legend um Okay, so it's kind of it. It is more like a tabletop because it's top-down perspective, and there's no animation for your units. So you're just kind of moving them around like they are uh, miniatures on a battlefield. It looks like. So anyway, lots of spells and stuff. So you're into heavy strategy stuff. You might be into this. Um, we've got something. Classic Games announcing a game called Guild of the Artiface, Guild of the Artificers.
1: Wow, which is like, Final Fantasy just watch the trailer
0: for guild of the artificers it
1: looks just mix- just watch the trailer well, hold on
0: all right so guild of the artificers looks- is a dlc pack for its game shadows of atom which released earlier this year okay and now let's take a look at this trailer it's it's gonna have a new game plus mode a battle arena crafting and equipment purchasing options and oh my gosh it's final fantasy with more animations
1: it looks mystic Questy. yeah it
0: does look mystic questy wow
1: watch all the things there's a lot of uh references you will very quickly uh
0: oh there will okay let's see we got going through a library oh you're going through secret passages you can't see um we've got i don't know what's going on with that material like system got a boss oh there's a big old spooky train that they suplex they suplex the train ladies and gentlemen they suplex the train What are they doing (laughs) suplexing the train in their knockoff game? Come on. That's a Final Fantasy VI thing. You can't suplex the train. Anna, you knew they suplexed the train, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, they suplexed the train. Uh, That might be the title this week. They suplexed the train. (laughs) Okay, well... In this, in this DLC, you get a new game plus, a battle arena, crafting equipment, purchasing options, new bosses, and a new challenging dungeon. Is this game any good? Because it looks cool, even if it is kind of derivative in some aspects.
2: I mean, if it's making fun of RPG tropes we're used to, then yeah, it has potential.
0: Steam reaction is very positive. So that's good. I'm going to add to my wishlist. Why not?
1: It looks cool. And then we had some... They need a better font,
0: though. All right, anyway, sorry. We had Go some ahead
1: editorial ahead. content this week.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Adventures in Localization, a Summon Night 5 story. Let's so
1: I'm not even going to try to dive into this. But... <laughs>
0: Jay Scarp wrote this a little bit. Yeah,
1: so Joshua kind of dives into the things that he likes and doesn't like about the, the localization of Summon Night 5. Mm-hmm. And kind of how it came to be and uh, yeah, um, you should read it. It's a really interesting kind of deep dive into a localization and what worked for it and what didn't and his hopes and expectations for some night six. And yeah, check it out. It's sort of an interesting look at localization.
0: And an interesting look in how you try to deal with getting screenshots off a of 3DS when you don't have a capture Off a of PSP. Oh, PSP even. Yep. Oh my gosh. See, PSP, he... Well, it's possible, but it's still a pain in the it's butt. It's painful. I mean, you have to go through compo- to component, through the little kit on the certain PSPs, yeah. and then into a capture card that can do component, which there's a plenty of, but... That's a lot of equipment. Um, And
1: then Alex Severimira reviewed Absolver, and Ah.
0: it did not meet expectations. 2.5 out of 5. But I don't think he's a fighting game guy, is he?
1: Um, Well, he does go into what disappointed him in fairly good depth in the review. So don't take the score at face value. Do actually read the review, because his criticisms are backed up fairly well. All right, cool. And in brief... Um, I, in continuing the trend of games that you want to wait to, if you want to wait to get the complete game, Horizon Zero Dawn, Complete Edition, uh, will be releasing on November seventeenth, twenty seventeen, in, and that will include, um, all of the digital deluxe content, um, which is um Horizon Zero Dawn, the Frozen Wilds DLC, the digital art book, the PS4 theme the, and the in-game items. Sorry. Um the complete edition comes out December 5th, 2017. Um the DLC comes out November 7th, 2017 for ex- for people that have the regular game. Cool.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's what I need to get. Oh wait, no, I already have Horizon Zero Dawn. I need to just play it, not worry about the complete edition. Um, also, there were
1: more Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon details that came out this week, which was basically two new trailers that were released. Cool. And we got introduced yeah, I... to the Ultra Recron squad and two new Ultra Beasts. And... Yeah, I don't know if you saw that one of the trailers where you
2: were riding on... So through space. Mm-hmm. In
1: space.
2: But Why not? That thing reminded me of the Andy Asteroids levels in Earthworm Gym
1: for some reason. Oh nice.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. And so that game is gonna be launching on Nintendo 3DS on November seventeenth.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for feedback, and I am happy to say that people answered the call for voicemails. We have voicemails. These folks dialed into to 608-729-4098 and left a message about the question of the week last week, which is, um, what would you, what was it? Like, what's your big holiday game, right? I think that's what it was. Let's see, right here. Uh, the question was specifically, what will be your game of holiday 2017? Oh, that's really poorly written. Good job, Chris. Okay. Here's uh here's some voicemails.
2: My game of the of holiday 2017 is Breath of the Wild, and I'm calling just so you do you'll donate $5 to Extra Life. So I'll be anonymous today. You guys have a nice day.
0: I love your show. Ooh. Yeah. Hey. That's right. I forgot I offered a bounty on it, didn't I? So there we go. <laughs> Hey
3: guys, Jason Ariella. Uh My holiday game for this year is probably going to end up being uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, just because of how big it is, and I'm slowly starting to fall in love with the Switch. So, yeah, anyway, thanks.
0: So that's two Switch games in a row, um, and I'd like to point out, so the first one, Breath of the Wild, that's a good pick. Um, the second one, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I mean, it's not out yet, so who knows, it might be awesome. Um, I would like to point out that Google Translate, um, instead of calling it Xenoblade Chronicles 2, uh translated it as White Chronicles, which I thought meant he was gonna say White Knight Chronicles. And um <laughs> No yeah, that uh that really got me worried when I read that Google Translate. So alright. <laughs> uh, you were Hi, about is... to have heart palpitation. I really you? was, yeah. Alright, so here we go. Hi, this
3: is Mason Ravioli. And uh my favorite games for this holiday, I think is going to be uh, Wolfenstein, the New Colossus, because I saw a funny Twitter thread with you guys involved in it the other day. I...
0: <laughs> I I think there's a chance that's not his real name. All right, let's see who's next here.
3: Hi, my name is Jaden Articuno, and uh, <laughs> my game would be Atrian Odyssey 5, Beyond the Myth for the Holidays. I'm totally calling for the first time.
0: <laughs> Jason is trying to um, I think get me to donate money. <laughs> All right. maybe it's just his evil twin brother oh he couldn't decide between Reno you know, the big chronicles and wolfenstein and uh etrian odyssey 5 too maybe you
1: know? we we totally didn't talk about how amazing that that wolf and that well, Wolfenstein. it's not an rpg
0: so it didn't really come
1: up. oh out, but... but that was amazing chris what that actually crossed over into
0: mainstream news that everybody was upset that a game about killing nazis talks about how it's about killing nazis yes
1: <laughs> Way to make it political, guys.
2: Well, you know, nobody likes you, Nazis.
0: <sighs> Jason's in the chat right now, by the way. So. Which Jason? The ravioli or uh, the articuno? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: articuno.
0: <laughs> we got one more voicemail, folks. All right, here we go.
3: Hey, RPG Cast. This is Josh or Scarp on the forums. Uh, I was thinking about your question of the week, the game of the holiday 2017, and it kind of occurred to me that, like, there's a correct answer. What, what it should be is Xenoblade 2. That's like the AAA game that's coming out that should be topping the list. But at least for me personally, since I'm a weirdo and a glutton for punishment, I think my personal game of the holiday season is going to be Summon Night 6.
1: Oh, that totally makes sense because of that editorial.
0: Oh, hold on.
3: Because apparently I can't quit that series, and I've just got to see what what on earth Gaijin Works has done to that game. So I'll be curious to see what everyone else has for this question. Uh, thanks. Later.
0: Yeah, the, for some reason the Google voice cut him off. Um, yeah, so... Summon night Six, and yeah, in light of that editorial he wrote, that kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Is that your is that your game of the holiday, Anna?
1: Uh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anna's not a fan of Gaijin works. All right, so there we go. That's uh, that's our voicemail. If you'd like to leave voicemail, six zero eight seven two nine four zero nine eight, you can call about anything. Uh, do we have a, uh, a question of the week for folks this week? Hmm. <laughs>
2: I haven't thought of one.
0: We really need to do this before the show. <laughs> I need to put well, this some... in this stuff to do before the show.
2: Sometimes stuff just kind of comes up naturally.
0: Um. Hmm. <laughs> what OC would you put into that car- <laughs> that Kickstarter game? What uh, <sighs> oh. Sonic <laughs> <laughs> yeah, OC? Your- What's your favorite <laughs> Sonic OC? Tell me about your Sonic no, OC. No, no, <laughs> Write no. Write in and tell no. me about your Sonic OC that you're going to put into Sonic um, Sonic Fusion. Is that what it's called? Is it the new one called Fusion? Well, uh, Sonic Forces. and Forces. I, I ro- ironically well,
2: enough, I was going to make Bubsy,
1: but then they already did that for they me. They did so. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe we should talk about what convinces you to buy a system.
0: Yeah, how do you yeah. choose to buy a new system? help chris understand what the proper way of deciding to buy a new console like the xbox one x is or what you consider the proper way because i'm sure so manny if manny were here he would tell me to not try and put everyone in a bucket to
1: buy a new console
2: for me it takes at least five good quality games
0: that's that's the common one around RP Gamer. yep it's, it's the five games rule yeah, that you, you like can't get anywhere else mostly I mean... Yeah, that too. Or at least you strongly prefer to play on this platform, if nothing else.
1: Yeah, I mean, my metric is, will it have RPGs? Yeah, that too.
0: Uh, I mean, but it's going to have Hand of Fate too. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris! Shadow no. Mordor. No. The, the, no, new, no, no, the new no. Shadow Mordor is on it.
1: Actually,
2: I take that back. My metric is how much Atlas and exceed
0: and NIS
2: and uh NIS is going to support.
0: Mm-hmm. And the answer is uh is it a Sony platform? Yes, no.
2: <laughs> pretty pretty much though. So, um NIS seems to be really enjoying the Switch right now.
0: Yeah. Yes, well I mean Switch is the new Vita. So <laughs> Sorry. It is.
2: And I think <sighs> next week we get that uh, Shimakamai Tensei announcement for
0: uh, in Switch. Japan. Well, it's the announcement of the announcement thing, Anna, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. next week is the actual no, announcement. No, next week is the actual announcement, right? Okay. All right. Yeah. Is there a website with a clock or anything like that? Uh, Those are my favorite. Right? Here's a giant website we launched just to tell you that there's announcement on this day. And we need a whole website for it for some reason.
2: Yeah, let's see. I'm Googling it. Right now... I'm not seeing. Let's see, Shin Megami Tensei's new game on Switch will get more info on. Oh, I'm sorry, ten twenty-three. I thought it was ten thirteen. Ah, a couple of weeks. All right. So we've got a while. I'm hoping it's going to be a new mainline SMT game
0: like smt5 all right oh someone in the chat's talking about the dot hack goo collection has a date now november 3rd and you can pre-order it Is there some news I, thought for you? Th-
2: I thought they did it that for a while
0: i don't know that's well i'm trying to give some shout outs to the chat because i get complaints the chat it doesn't get shout outs so yeah i thought we talked about that a few weeks ago well then i'm sorry let's talk about new releases then this week, we've got Middler's Shadow of War coming out for PS4, Xbox One. It's going to be enhanced for Xbox One X, Yeah. And PC. August
1: 26th. Dot hack Last recode coming in November has cheap mode.
0: Okay. <laughs> so back to new releases. Miss show interrupter. Uh, Cyber Dimension Neptunia 4 Goddesses Online is coming out for PS4. Uh,
1: except if you ordered the collector's
0: edition in Europe. Oh, okay. So... Are you jumping into this one this weekend? No. No. Okay.
1: Uh, I am going to get it, but the problem is, is the price on these games drops so fast.
0: For the Neptunius. Okay. Yeah. All right. So maybe wait on it.
1: I could get it on sale, like, after Christmas.
0: All right. Well, we got some shmup stuff going on. That uh, Battle of games game is coming out for PS4 this week. It came out for um, uh, um, Xbox last week um toho kabuto burst battle toho kabuto 5 burst battles coming out for nintendo switch ps4 and ps vita stardew valley hit the switch axiom verge hit the switch mario and luigi's coming out for 3ds or it is out now it for it is 3DS. out came out yesterday um Sh- symphony of eternities come is out now for 3ds it's a, Kenko title. it's a Kenko RPG. So. I
1: swear they just write a bunch of words on dice and just wiggle <laughs> jiggle them in their hand and throw them. It's another
0: one. <laughs> Done. We've got a title. I bet you they don't suplex the train there. <laughs> so what are you going to play this week, Anna? Okay. Yeah, that good, I huh? I really,
1: really, really want to finish Mary Skelter because I really want to play Ropa because I really want to play Mario Luigi. And I have to get all those done because Etrian Odyssey 5 is coming out. Hashtag gamer problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's... Why can't they do this stuff more in the summer when there's nothing out? Of course, I think that's always been the complaint. I mean, the dilemma that I have now is, like, September I had to be on chat shifts when it was really dead. So it was Mm -hmm. like I was kind of getting paid to sit on my butt and play video games. But now that it's October and the CCU on the site has literally doubled or quadrupled depending on the day. Now there's actually stuff to do.
0: (laughs) Someone in the chat wants to know what our non-geeky hobbies are. Um, Do we have any? Do I, I
1: cross stitch, but it's I cross stitch video game things
0: anymore for years. Anna,
1: I read, but it's mostly science fiction and video game books. Yeah, I' I'm gonna say is art geeky because I draw
2: <laughs> cat cat people and rock stars. Probably
0: counts as geeky.
2: I write, but I write about cat, cat people, people and rock, and rock stars. stars. Yeah,
0: are the are yeah. they are the cat people themselves rock stars or are those separate?
2: You no, know, they're in the same band.
0: Okay. But 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 so, I mean are the rock stars also cat people? No. Oh okay. But they're in the same band. So you have a rock star uh, and a cat person who is not a rock star performing together. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's complicated. It is it
0: sounds very complicated. <laughs> are there but aliens that's what involved? I do. Uh, it's just on a different world. Just uh, <laughs> No aliens, it's on a different planet. Oh. I'm not sure how that works, but okay.
2: (laughs) You can tell my RPG influences and my writing, like how uh, Final Fantasy VII has different races on the planet, but still an Earthen-like planet, so, yeah.
0: I need some non-geeky hobbies, but all my geeky hobbies I don't give enough time to, so I don't have time for non-geeky hobbies. Isn't that sad? All right, so... Maybe I should go running. All right, so that's, uh, that's, uh, uh, wait, who do we talk to? to Anna, uh, Kelly, did I, I ask what you're playing? Um, more Monster Hunter stories. That makes sense. Trying to get done for Etrian? Yeah. Same thing, right? Yeah, okay. And I am going to play more Divinity 2. Now that I'm at home, I have access to my PC. I have so much more Divinity 2 I want to play. Ooh, it's so good. Um, I'm trying to learn the crafting. The crafting in that game is very underdeveloped versus what it should be, so. That's been frustrating me last, l- lately, so I may just push through and not worry about the crafting. But, uh, yeah, that's where my thoughts have been lately on that. Um, and with that, yeah, I guess none of us are playing the new releases this week, then. You're not going to do Mario & Luigi at all, huh, Anna? What do you mean? I don't know. What did you say? Did you tell me you were going to play Mario and & Luigi and I totally spaced it?
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. I said, I want to finish Mary <laughs> Skelter so that I can play Rompa. Three, so that I can play Mario and Luigi, and I need to finish that all in time for Eternal Odyssey Five, which comes out on the seventeenth. Oh
0: my gosh! I, that's why I didn't parse it. That's insane. Okay, <laughs> so Anna, we'll see how we'll see how you're doing next week. Uh huh. All right. So with that, thanks everybody. We're gonna call for this week, um, and we'll see you next time, nine a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Please write in to podcasterrpgamer.com, dot com, go to forums dot dot com, or call us at six zero eight seven two nine four zero nine eight. Tell us how you decide to buy a new console. Alright and with that we'll see you next time goodbye everybody bye bye
2: goodbye